The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Good day, and welcome to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. It's a seminar week. Got a big event coming up tomorrow. There we go. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Microphone on, microphone off. Wax on, wax off. I've done this before. I once kept some sort of silly track of how many hours of radio I did, and I stopped counting well after 20,000, and I still remember to turn on the microphone. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I have the one, the only certified financial planner, Chad Burton, who is still learning it when you grab a microphone <laughs> on air. I was trying to noise. be so quiet with it. It's so funny. You and Tony Mendez are a little bit of like, uh, let's just say you haven't done 20,000 hours of radio. 10,000. Maybe. I've <laughs> done a lot of radio. 10,000 three-minute segments. Which Not as much as you, though. When I first day. met you, you did like three hours in the morning and two hours in the evening. I know. I was doing five hours a day, which is crazy. <laughs> and I was driving up to New York to do Bloomberg and uh, CNBC, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you and I are doing a big event this weekend. It's our only event in Marin this year. Maybe our only event in Marin uh, overall. People can learn more about the event by going to newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. It's an event tied towards income and retirement, which is pretty important. I think that's something that, you know, as you and I have defined our careers in radio and television, uh, it's become more and more clear that people just go through life every day, you know, spending their paycheck, whether it goes to a Raiders game or it goes to a nice dinner or it goes to a new pickup truck. Very rarely is my retirement, my age 60 to 100 on the top of that list. And uh, I think we do a good event. It's Retirement Income Strategies and Event and Estate Planning. It's going to be 10 to noon at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. 10 to noon. It's $25 to get in. But earlier this year, Chad and I decided that anyone who's ever been to a, listening to our radio show for the foreseeable future, we're going to let you in for free. If you use the code RADIO25, it's RADIO25. It's this Saturday in San Rafael, in the county of Marin, at Four Points by Sheraton. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com, and use code RADIO25. Any thoughts on the event coming up that you want to share before we get into our content of the day, which is Irish for content of the day? <laughs> oh, any? Uh, well, I don't know. If we're going to cover what uh, what we're going to go over, it's really, I think you hit a lot of the points, but people don't realize how much retirement costs. Um, Fidelity just updated their study on yep. the $275,000 that it takes to set aside at age 65, and that's about how much you and your spouse will pay just for health insurance costs, Medicare Part B, and all the other supplemental insurance that 
co-pays and prescription drugs that people don't think about. They don't put it in their plan. The other thing they don't put in their plan is taxes. And one of the things we're going to talk about today is online calculators. And that's where most of these online calculators fail miserably is they don't really calculate what people's taxes are. I think online calculators fail more than just taxes. And again, I love the idea of an online calculator. Who wants to hire someone? Who wants to work with someone? Who wants to get out of their car and, pump and pay someone at a cashier? No one. We like kiosks at this point in time. So if we could have our own little personal calculator kiosk, per se, we can kind of do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It is fascinating because I'll, I'll, I'm going to do it myself. Or if I hear a rattle in my car door, I'm like, I'll take it to the mechanic and it'll be like $300. I'm like, I can figure this out on YouTube. I want to do it myself. If there's an online calculator for fixing cars, I try to do it myself. Yeah. Same thing with your retirement. What's your thoughts on online calculators? What's a good one? What's a bad one? Um, or, you know, give me some more thoughts on it. Well, I'll give, give you an example of the one that we have right now on the New Focus Financial Facebook page, New Focus Financial Group, if you look it up on Facebook. If you click on this calculator, you can do two things. You can say, okay, um, where am I in terms of saving for retirement or a specific savings goal? Like in 10 years, you want a down payment for a house. And it'll give you results based on below market average returns, average market returns, and uh, above average market returns. Where are you on that track for the savings goal? But just to give you an example on what the retirement portion leaves out is it'll it'll you you can plug in how much you want for your expenses and what percentage of those expenses you want to replace in retirement. And you actually usually want to use 100%. A lot of people use 70-80%. That's not really the case. People tend to spend more early in retirement. They spend less in their 70 in the late 70s early 80s and then more again later because of healthcare costs. Um but it doesn't you have to plug in a number of your current savings amount which means you have to know the present value of any Social Security payments that you're going to get over your lifetime, the present value of any pensions that you have over your lifetime. And let's say you plug in a million dollars. If you have one person that has a million dollars in a 401k versus a million dollars in just regular mutual funds or ETFs or stocks, they have a very different tax burden. Uh, they basically have a liability to the IRS over time, right? And so these online calculators don't really bring that into the mix. So even if you use our calculator, the real quick and dirty version of it, um, again, you have to go say, what's the present value of my social security? What's the present value of any pensions? And actually plug those numbers in there, but realize it's very, very rough. It's just to give you some sort of an idea of, are you anywhere near a retirement goal? Because retirement's pretty darn expensive in the Bay Area. It is. So, and again, it's something that people tend to forget about and uh, the whole idea of the ramifications of different for, you know, a 401k versus IRA versus a Roth versus a high tax state, mm -hmm. um, a high sales tax. Th those are things that online calculators are going to ultimately forget. And they're going to forget pretty much across the board. Lots of articles on it as far as, um, um, the flaws of online retirement calculators. Uh, yeah. One of them is the ability to generate uh, retirement income. So it kind of looks at a big net sum. Right. So if you have $2 million, it doesn't figure that out. Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, yeah. So there's a whole bunch of different retirement tests that I think we're going to hit that later in the show that, that I, you know, our, my team does when they deal with somebody that's close to or, or in retirement. And one of them is the, the linear cash flow test. And these all assume that you've done a really good job at itemizing your expenses. That includes your hobbies, gifts to the grandkids, everything. You have to do that on your own first so that you can run some of these modeling situations. Um, so you have linear cash flow tests where you assume a very 
muted slash low rate of return mm-hmm. that we just went through in the last 10 years, right? I mean, if you look at what we went through in the last 10 years with um, 2007, bottoming in March of 2009, and then recovering again mid-2013, um, at the same time, bonds have, are, are now, you know, basic bond funds are yielding 3% or under. So a balanced portfolio in retirement, if you use current projections, you're being pretty conservative. Um, at the same time, using inflation of around 2.6% on normal cost, 5% on healthcare. So you say, okay, without any kind of withdrawal strategy, do, does a linear cash flow, if I assume the same rate of return forever, the same rate of inflation forever, am I going to be okay? And then you also have to do Monte Carlo simulation, which says based on your actual holdings of your portfolio, what's kind of some stress tests I can look at? Different orders of stock market returns, good returns in the beginning or bad returns in the beginning versus later, um, you know, go through a couple of decades of low returns, a couple of decades of high returns, what's your probability of success? And even with that, that doesn't include a withdrawal strategy that you can put on top of that to increase your chance of success. You want to plug the seminar coming up this weekend in Marin, San Rafael. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RITIO25 to get in for free. Yeah, I'll go over this stuff that I just talked about in even more detail with some examples. I do like the Monte Carlo simulator. It sounds like something from a James Bond movie. Which did you hear? Apple may bid up to two to five billion dollars to get the whole catalog. So they can basically launch their movie and their television business uh, streaming. Makes sense. They got to do something big there. I'm with you. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. There are some retirement downloadable resources. There's about seven or eight. The last time I counted, some good stuff at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Sign up for the seminar. Use the code. Use the code Radio Twenty Five to get in for free. But all you Comment on this morning's topic? We're taking your calls right now. 800 516 1220. That's 800 516 1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. And this morning's special guest, Chad Burton of NewFocusFinancial.com. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like that, Mike. Uh, tip of the hat to you. That's that's Irish, you know, for tip of the hat. Tip of the hat. My Irish friends. Conor McGregor. I can't stop dancing. <laughs> Any thoughts of hiring Conor McGregor to be our celebrity spokesperson, which we're illegally not allowed to have? I was going to say, yeah, let's, let's, let's hold off on that. I know he wants to work with us, but... Lucia had been Stein, which was totally illegal. <laughs> Uh, yeah, celebrity endorsement's not okay. CFP, Chad Burton's here from newfocusfinancial.com. Uh, 20-year-plus working relationship on air, which is, is interesting because we don't hate each other. And uh, you have not been arrested for creating ticket fraudulent pyramid scheme scams like the guy from New York this week. $5 million he did in ticket scams to cover up a gambling debt. And, it's, and this is the same guy that the partner was involved in a Ponzi scheme that had to do with Hamilton tickets. Is that right? I think I think it's either two different financial radio guys. Okay. 
or that that got hit. But I know one of them, if it is two different ones, his partner was also in a Ponzi scheme for Hamilton tickets. Hi, oh, <laughs> you know, we, we, the, the only time people get caught in those deals and any kind of scams like that sure. are when there's not a custodian involved. In other words, a normal financial advisor that's a registered investment advisor that's a fiduciary. They have a the custodian is TD Ameritrade, which is our custodian. Schwab, uh, Fidelity. I've used them all in the past. There's always somebody that's actually holding your money and reporting to you the transactions, and, and it creates uh, you know, kind of a a wall so that you know where your money is at all times, and you know what trades are being made at all times. So never invest with a firm where you have to write the check out to the firm. That's when people get in And that's trouble. where Bernie Madoff went wrong. Was he can create fake account statements. I know a friend who created a fake W-2 because her husband wasn't making any money and she wanted to get in a, a house mm. for rent. You want a custodian. You want a TD Ameritrade. You want a Fidelity. You right. want a Vanguard. Um, and, and letters that come from them and not necessarily from your, your friend who's going to make you millions of dollars. But it also shows you, you, you're talking about the importance of working with a custodian. I'm going to tell you it shows you the importance to understand there's no money in radio. <laughs> and radio guys will do whatever they can to get millions and millions of dollars. Uh, but I'm not allowed to say anything negative about my home station network, Salem. Uh, no, they're crushing podcast. it. They're, they're absolutely they're crushing amazing. it. They're amazing. Not only do we get paid over what we should be. In fact, I think we should be paying them. It's such a great place to work. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So... I'm looking at the newspapers, and there are no stories on the identity theft story. Um, it's all about North Korea. Uh, it's all about Kim Jong-un. It seems to be about Trump. Maybe a hurricane here, which is kind of important. Maybe a earthquake there. But the big story of the day yesterday when the markets closed was one of the big credit bureaus had over 120 million accounts Compromised. There was three insiders that sold shares shortly after that event, but they say they had nothing, no knowledge of it, uh, which is kind of weird because they're top level executives. It's yeah. already been discovered to the company, and it hasn't been taken up the flagpole. Um, but yeah, what do you think about the the big ID theft story? Uh, it, how many times have I been telling people to get identity theft insurance? Um, I mean, it's. And it's not just the kind that monitors it, because you can do that on your own. It's the kind that if something happens, they go to work and they solve the problem for you. So you make a phone call and then, you know, attorneys get involved and everything else. This is a big one. I think the one of the investment themes around this is how important I think blockchain is going to become in the world of finance in general. Not, you know, I don't want to talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum and all the other stuff right now. It's blockchain is a technology behind all of that, and it's a way to transfer information very securely. So it's going to change the financial in- industry big time over the coming years, including even insurance companies on how data is submitted for applications, uh, how health records are shifted back and forth, because there's a lot of identity theft in the medical world as well. Sure. Um, so I think blockchain is is kind of the investment theme around this. It sounds like, and I'm not an expert on this data breach by any means, but it sounds like there was an application that was being used, and maybe it was when you're signing up for something or whatever. That's the back door that they got in and they found the information. So um, this is huge. I mean, this is the credit bureau. So we're talking about not just Social Security number in your name. We're talking about potentially your 
your uh, driver's license number, everything. It's crazy so the identifiers tr- that we have that are so easily figured out. And I've heard, you know, the, the numbers are 145 million. And- In Virginia, they used to use your social security number as your vehicle ID um, DMV number. Right. Which you have one, you have both. When I went to Portland State, Rob, we had to write our social security number on our papers we turned in. Well, that's great. So that was back in the day before. <laughs> Speaking of back in the day and identity theft, your mom is very susceptible to identity theft because your mom is so old, her social security number is eight. <laughs> and I just gave out her social security number. Oh, man. That's Mickey as in mouse. Yes. M-I-C-K-E-Y-B-U-R-T-O-N. Mickey Burton. Donald Duck. Mickey Burton. But you see what the, is in that cup that you're drinking right now? <laughs> you see, Starting Dis- early on Friday. You see the hurricane is uh, disrupting Disney stock because of all the theme parks they have and, and Comcast. Oh, I and know. Irma's going to get a straight up Florida, it looks like. There's a deal in Orlando every year called the Surf Expo. Okay. So everything, as you know, I'm really into wake surfing, but ocean surfing and everything else, they all, they all come together. They all have the products. And I know a lot of people that went there for that event and got oh, yeah. rerouted, spent a day in Disney World, and then they're having to drive now to Atlanta to try to get home. Oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah, so it's travel nightmares right now, right back there. So as far as identity theft goes, uh, should people be panicking right now, or should they wait for a letter in the mail saying you've been compromised and here's your one-year free credit uh, you know, review? It never seems to be enough because – you think about it the dark web has my social security number it's it's got all this information it's never ever never going to go away so one year band-aid is only going to last for one year yeah if you go to equifax.com you can get to the link where uh, you can type in your name and a few digits of your social security number and find out but i was just looking for the link right now to see if we could say it on air and the link that i found looked kind of scammy okay. <laughs> so be really careful. There's going to be all sorts of other scams that sign that that people find ways to try to gather your information as a result of you being scared about this. What do you want to talk about next segment? Uh, six retirement tests that you need to do before you go to retirement. Okay, and you can learn more about CFP Chad Burton this weekend at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael. Um, easy parking, easy to get to off 101. It's very accessible from the East Bay to the North Bay from Marin. Uh, from San Francisco, even parts of the peninsula. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. It's 10 to noon. It's a shorty. You can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's RADIO25. There's a lot of downloads there. That it, These are you know one-sheeters, two-sheeters that'll teach you a lot. But the events are always good, and we answer your questions. I'm going to go over some recent stock picks and some recent stock sells. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Conversation. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. And this morning's special guest, Chad Burton of NewFocusFinancial.com. Bueller. 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 I'm Rob Black. Uh, thank you, Mike, for the nice introduction of CFP Chad Burton. He likes to be referred to as Mr. Burton or sometimes as Mr. Chad. 
when he's getting massaged. He likes to be referred to as Mr. Chad. Um, Just don't massage my head. See I don't if, like it. Really? Hate it. Huh. So you don't like a little sexy time? We're laying down and Mr. Mr. Chad. Makes me feel like my hair's going to fall out faster if somebody That's massages fair. my hair. I just hate it. I See, I don't like the stretching. So when they're like, okay, put your arm over your head and, and breathe one. I'm like, enough. Just massage it. Don't stretch. I got up recently from a massage that was more stretched than a massage. I'm like, I've had enough. I had to quit because I was like, I asked like five or six times, like, no more stretching. Just work on the feet or do something else. And working on my feet, I tell you, that is a privilege of a lifetime for people. <laughs> my feet. Look, uh, Bring your own pumice stone. <laughs> pretty much so, right? <laughs> my feet look like the animals of Jurassic Park feet. They are not pretty. <laughs> Anyhow, a um, couple one-liners for you, Chad. Retirement is the time in your life when time is no longer money. Okay, I got it. Um, money isn't everything, but it sure keeps you in touch with your children. I, <laughs> I get that. Um, the question isn't at what age I want to retire. It's at what income. And finally, I always ask the question, why are there so many old people in church? And it, it appears that they're cramming for the finals. Yep. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so you don't like having your head rubbed. Nope. I can change that. Have you ever used like an Avita head oil? An Avita yeah. head oil. Very, very nice. It's like a hair removal cream. <laughs> Avita. Yeah. Donald Trump used it for many, many years, and he's got a great head of hair. <laughs> yes, he does. Which is a very good thing. Which is a very, very good thing. Believe me. So we could scratch the why there's so many old people in church that are grabbing for the final. But the question isn't at what age I want to retire. It's at what income. Clearly, the longer you work the more income you have coming in versus what you've saved and what you live off of. Money isn't everything, but it sure keeps you in touch with your children, inheritance and estate planning. And, um, you know, the one thing you want to be a good relationship with your children about, because they may be choosing your retirement home for you. You've seen that play out both positive and negatively. And, um, you know, retirement is the time in your life when time is no longer money. Um, I think that's a very, very true statement. Right now, the best thing you and I have going is that we're on the side of youth, which I consider under 60. Uh, we have time to earn income after 60. Good luck. Yeah, I mean, typically, I mean, just to give people an idea on how much, if if they're trying to save enough to replace a certain income number, and usually that number is going to be 80 to 100% of what you're making now, and you get to 65 and you do some financial planning, you realize you only have enough money to live till age 90. It's not a good thing unless you're, you know you're not going to live longer than that for some specific health reasons. Because you have to plan for your spouse. You may be unhealthy, but your spouse may be healthy. So if you usually work, you know, for every year you work longer and you're feeding your portfolio instead of drawing on it, you usually get two years extra of time in retirement. Um, That's kind of nice. So, yeah, it's it, it, it's a pretty decent trade-off. So it's two to three years usually. Um, or you might choose to say, okay, well, I'm going to work part-time for, instead of working full-time for another three years, maybe I work part-time for six. So there's different scenarios you can run based on what you want your life to be like at that age. Because maybe you get to 65, you don't want to work full-time anymore, but you're willing to work part-time. So this is part of the CFP, time. New Focus Financial Retirement Tests that we were talking about? Um, that's enough? more of just different scenarios. I mean, once you do your tests and you figure out where you are in your ability to retire, if you're not there, 
based on any of these tests, then the next steps are, okay, what are my options? What are some of the things I can do? Save more now, work longer, spend less in retirement, um, you know, not pay so much for your kids' education. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of different options. You just got to choose the best one that's right for you. I'm mostly with you on this, mostly. Um, what are some things that people can do as far as testing with their ready for retirement? There is no litmus test. There is no piece of litmus paper that you can dip in water and figure out if you're ready. How do we know? Because I get that question probably five to seven times a week on email. I got one from a guy who's overseas, and he's got about 500000 overseas. But here is the thing he did. He goes, I've sold everything and gone to cash. I'm kind of waiting for the Trump thing to play out. I'm kind of waiting for the hurricanes mm-hmm. to play out. He's expecting a market event where we could say that basically every year for the last eight years and been wrong. Oh, yeah. I when, mean, it, if you look at just the return to the market so far this year, those that went to cash just simply because of who was elected president, 11% from the S&P, uh, 14% international developed stocks. Right now, there's basically a growth shock to the world from Europe. It's, it's, I mean, it's shocking how well they're doing shocking. In, in developed nations. And emerging markets up about 18%. And that's even coming from places like Brazil, who is you know, dealing with all sorts of corruption issues, and they're pulling out of that. Um, so, and, and India's doing great as well. So it, it's, even just on the dividends and interest side, if you got a million dollars in your retirement portfolio and you go to cash because of your gut... In the next 12 months, you'll automatically lose out on $30,000 or more of dividends and interest that it was going to come regardless of if your portfolio was up or down. And then you have to guess on which time to get back in, and you're never going to do that right. So that is a huge mistake in retirement is to say, I'm going to go all cash. You always need three years worth of portfolio draws in cash, and the rest of your portfolio should be invested in a portfolio that's right for you. Maybe it's 60 stocks, 40 bonds, and you rebalance on a quarterly basis. Um, so you got to monitor it. You don't want to, you know, invest in assets that are way overvalued. So there's still some, you know, investing that you have to do. But going all cash is just a fool's game. You know what's interesting about investing in assets that are overvalued? Like I love Facebook, Amazon, Netflix, Google, but right now I should be focusing on like financial value, mm-hmm. small cap maybe. And I'm like, no, because it's not going to work this month. It's not going to work next month. And psychologically, you kind of trick yourself into staying with momentum or going to cash. Mm-hmm. Instead of just going, you know what, I'm going to asset allocate. What do I need? What looks appropriately valued? Yeah. It, it's tough to make that, that move, isn't it? It is. And especially something like, you know, you realize you look in your portfolio and you don't have any small cap value. And then you look at the return for the last, you know, nine months and small cap value is flat to negative. But that's when you want to buy it. You don't want to buy it after it's gone three or four years in a row of just crushing every other asset class, you want to buy it when it's down. And you may spend the next 12 to 24 months slightly underperforming in that sector of your portfolio, but it will come around, especially if there's tax cuts and things like that. Small and mid-sized companies actually do pay the, the higher corporate taxes. The larger companies in the S&P 500, they're, not, they're, they're more like the 20 to 22% range. They're not paying the 35% corporate tax. They have many ways and attorneys and everything else to get around those taxes. But the small U.S.-based companies, those are the ones that pay the big taxes. So what other retirement income tests can we have or test for retirement? Because um, I, I think people kind of want to know, Chad, and they can come to the event this weekend in Marin in San Rafael by signing up at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. You've got the 10 pillars of retirement income on your website, newfocusfinancial.com, that people can download the kind of like the overview, which is a great piece of work. 
Yeah, and I'll try to hit on some of these tests too in the event. I mean, if I'll ring them out, maybe we can talk about them in more detail later in the show. But the, 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 these all assume that you've done a really good job with your expenses, and you know what your cost basis is. You know what your tax burden, your four hundred one k is. So you got test number one, which is a linear cash flow model. This is um, where you can look at the last ten years. Again, pretty pretty poor returns because of two thousand seven crash. Um, then you look at your risk number based on your six month risk tolerance. Do you think risk numbers are realistic? Because once again, like an online calculator, does it really take into effect California versus Arkansas? On the risk number? Yeah. Um, it, it basically just shows, it, it creates a level of if you do have that next 15 to 20% correction, which occurs every five to seven years, are you going to make emotional investing mistakes? So, I don't think they're exact. I mean, the range of, of returns is quite high. That You basically look at standard deviation correlation to the underlying assets, and if markets pull back 20%, you kind of want to know what your portfolio is going to do, right? Sure. And whether or not you can sleep through that. And whether you, the, the real test is, would you buy more if it happened? Because if you wouldn't, then you're probably in the wrong portfolio. Um, and then you've got to have a test where, okay, now that you've done that, do you have, have you done your cash flow modeling where you know that you have three years worth of portfolio draws in cash? So if you, you're spending 100 grand a year, you're getting 50 from Social Security, you're going to spend 50,000 a year from your portfolio. So do you have 150,000 set aside in safe money to get through market corrections so you're not forced to sell in a down market? And then we've got the Monte Carlo simulation that you can do based on your underlying assets and what your probability of success in different random orders of returns of the market, including inflation. And then test number five is taxes. And what are your different scenarios that you can run? So when you retire at 65 through the age of 69, you have these huge opportunities to do partial Roth conversions based on your tax bracket and create tax-free growth for the future. So you have to run some scenarios to make sure that you're maximizing your tax situation in retirement. And then finally, long-term care simulations. If one of you goes into a nursing home, what's going to happen? Does it blow up your entire plan? Do you have a plan B? How would you pay for that? Um, Because we're talking 90 grand a year for nursing home costs. Which I once jokingly said to my good friend, Tony Mendez, uh, who will be at the event this weekend. And Moran, I said, if I don't have enough money in retirement, I go into long-term care. It looks like I'll be there for 10 years as an invalid. I said, bring a pillow and just put me out of my misery. That's plan B. Plan A is have enough to cover that 90000 a year for 10 years. Yeah. I've got one client that says he's part of a, the diaper club, which means if they're older and they get put into a diaper, then they all have a plan for that. I'm part of the diaper club, but we meet only in San Francisco once a month. <laughs> it's a different diaper club. I knew you were going to go there as soon as I said that. CFP, Chad Bertin. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. Big event in Marin this weekend. San Rafael. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for supporting the show. Make sure you tell friends about the show. You can find copies of it at iTunes. You can also subscribe easily at robblackshow.com or newfocusfinancial.com. Chad does the morning show here Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and best of on Fridays. I do the morning show here at 6 a.m. on Mondays and Thursdays. So we kind of own the 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock block. I obviously 7 a.m. to 9 a.m., five days a week. But again, he can be heard Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And I replay a lot of his segments during my show in the other hours so that you can kind of grasp what he does. He is a certified financial planner. He is the best certified financial planner that I've ever met. Ethically, um, I adore what he has done and accomplished or not gotten into as far as trouble goes. Uh, but also the whole CFP certification chat. I saw that the CFP board quietly raised how much they're going to cost charge you yep. for certification down the road, which is great because it helps keep, um, I would say, wannabes and pretenders away from getting that certification. Even if it's pricing it out to the luxury, to the elite, to the bourgeois, um, I think it's a good thing. I don't think we want everyone being a CFP. Well, I mean, it's quite a rite of passage. So, and we have six I heard it's certified like giving birth. It is. It's, it's tougher. Every woman who's ever given My birth wife just screamed out loud. saw me do it, and it's tougher than the children. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to get so much hate email from wow. that now. Wow. No, they did. They, they, they raised their fees by 17%. So it's that's just the annual. Once you get your continuing education done every two years, yeah. that costs more money than still the certification fee just to... Do you have to get recertified every two years, or is it a lifetime certification? No, you well, no, you have to have continuing education every two years that you have to submit. Okay. Um, so I, you basically pay a higher fee every two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's not good. Yeah. You know, actually, it didn't go up the last couple of years, and then all of a sudden they did a 17% increase. But they're actually doing a lot more promotion of what a certified financial planner is okay. in light of this fiduciary deal, fiduciary rule, so that people understand. And part of it is that you need to have a very clear idea on the relationship. Are there conflicts of interest? How does the person get paid? Because if they're working on commission, they're not going to give you unbiased advice in your best interest. A true financial advisor presents different options. Um, and they might even say, hey, this is what I would do if it was me, but here's three different options. Because it could be you know, how you feel about money, whether or not you can sleep at night after the decision. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and this is a whole issue that'll go on too. There's all these robo advisors out there, and, and you start off these tests right with a risk tolerance. Would test. you say there's a parade of robo advisors? A parade? A parade? Robot parade. Oh. Robot parade. Too obvious, Wave huh? The flags <laughs> like the robots made. Robot parade. You know, San Francisco wants to charge robots attacks. Mm-hmm. You think they would charge robo advisors attacks? I get charging a kiosk at McDonald's. Like a special robo-tax? Yes. San, only in San Francisco. We start everything. Yeah. Yep. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. When small cap funds I invest in, invest in a company in Japan, and they have these exoskeletons, and they're used to, you know, uh, like yeah. a nurse. Mm, tell me more. <laughs> so Japan, is it sensual exoskeleton? exoskeleton? My Can first. lift you up on her own. My first dog maybe was the sensuous nurse. Yes. With Ursa Anders. Mm. <laughs> we are here at Night News talking about sensual robot nurses. I'm done nurses. talking sexy with you. I can't no, 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 no. I can't do it. Please I can't talk, sit across from you and talk, talk sexy. sensual robot nope. nurses. Nope. Keep going. I'm going to drink some water. Okay, now. this company that you invest in, what is it? Mm. They have exoskeletons. So a, a nurse, so let's say my 
wife, 115 pounds. She's a nurse. They usually have to call. They used to have to call, you know, six, seven people in to lift overweight people out of one bed into another. Yeah. Um, or use kind of this crane thing that still requires a lot of people. Well, these nurses can put on this exoskeleton and basically lift a person out of a bed into another bed. Don't you love America? So productivity. We're, we're so fat. Innovation, productivity. We need robots to lift us out of bed. Yes. But um, Japan noticed that we're so fat that they need to build this exoskeleton so we can lift each other. Get in my belly! <laughs> okay, so what was the point of all this? I can't robo remember. Robo advisors. Robo advisors. Robo advisors. Are you good or bad? Well, okay. Here's the deal. So, when you when you start off the process with some of these online investing outfits, um, they you do a risk tolerance questionnaire that's like five questions long. So, if you're 40 years old and you've seen the tech correction and you saw the Great Recession, you've seen the stock market crash twice to two of the biggest corrections that we've ever seen. Um, and you're answering these questions very, very conservatively because you're scared of what you saw your parents go through. And you're 40 years old and you ended up in a portfolio that's 60% bonds, 40% stocks. That's not going to serve you well because there's no human there that's educating you on the idea of what stocks are, how dividends work, how dividends get reinvested regardless of what the market's doing. Um, and that dips or buying opportunities, it, it requires more education. If somebody answers those wrong, they can end up in a portfolio for the next 10 years. It's not going to get them anywhere. So a big story this morning is not that the Patriots lost in their home opener Ooh, last night. Brutal. A big story is that Equifax got hacked, and 143 million Americans uh, have hacked up personal information, which was now compromised basically forever. Right, including, address, including me. Security. So I, you know, during the last break, I went on to Equifax.com, and you can check your status. If you know what's the best part about it. To see if your social security number was exposed, guess what you have to put in? Six digits of your social security number. So that's why you have to be careful and make sure you're actually going to the correct sites. Because that's, like I said, I don't know how many you know, other scams are going to be created as a result of people being worried about this one. Big event coming up this weekend. Chad Burton will be there, correct? I will. It's New Focus Financial. You can sign up for the event at the Four Points by Sheraton San Rafael Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning. Registration is $25, but you can get in for free today if you use the code RADIO25. Um, please don't show up unless you have signed up. Transition your portfolio into accumulation versus uh, distribution. Super important to know. Retirement income taxes. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. The event is tomorrow, 10 to noon. Use the code RADIO25. See you there in Marin for our only visit in Marin this year.